you finished your classes, you graduated, and all the congratulations and parties are over. You're a new doctor of chiropractic. Now what? In this business buffet ingredients episode, we'll look at the cost and income projections, startup requirements, and considerations for your new chiropractic practice. We'll then explore the ups and downs of the business and talk with Dr. Ryan Bones, a doctor of chiropractic who surveyed the nation for a place to start his practice as well as the steps he took to ensure his book was full of appointments before even opening his doors. We have all wondered what are the ups and downs of different types of businesses. As business owners, we've even wondered if starting another business is the best option. Business Buffet Ingredients is meant to give you a taste for what it takes to start and successfully run a business. We'll reach out into the world of business and interview success stories and present them on our smorgasbord of business helping options. Strap in and get ready to taste the finer business points. Welcome to today's Business Ingredients episode on starting a chiropractic practice. Unlike some of our other ingredients episodes in the past or those that we'll publish in the future, today we will be talking about an industry that you will have already paid a hefty price in both time and money to even be at the point of opening your new business. That's right. Chiropractors must earn a doctor of chiropractic degree and a state license. Doctor of chiropractic programs typically take four years to complete and require at least three years of undergraduate college education for admission. So this isn't something you're going to decide to do over beers on a Saturday night, get your business license on Monday morning and open your doors because you're ready to do business the next week. There's plenty of sweat equity that come in many shapes and sizes well before you unlock your doors for business for the first time. Keep in mind, today we won't go into the things you will need to start and maintain every business like a business plan, website, logo, branding, social presence, marketing, etc., etc. Today is all about starting your own chiropractic practice. There are many ways of going about starting your own chiropractic practice, and that is not easy to say, by the way. Uh, and as a student, loans have increased. One of them has been a trend for new grads to gain experience as associates or independent contractors until they feel comfortable in the field and generate enough capital to establish their own practice. This is for those who want to gain some experience adjusting and diagnosing or feel they need to be financially more stable before starting a practice. The compensation for taking this road is substantially less, which is why many still decide to start their own practice from the get-go. How much does it cost to start this type of business? There is no magic number for opening an office as markets and market pricing can dictate that. However, according to some chiropractic doctors, startup costs for a proper office exceed $100,000 in the first year, and building out an empty office space may cost upwards of $50 per square foot. New equipment, including chairs and office furniture, may cost another forty grand to sixty grand. As for equipment, really think about what you need versus what you want. Then decide what you want to lease or buy. What do you need to get started in this type of business? Of course, like any business, you will want to have a working and living business plan. And we talk about creating a business plan. Um, we talked about that a couple weeks ago in our two-part side dish series, as well as obtain necessary permits and licenses. You will need a chiropractic table and a computer for bookkeeping and scheduling at the very least. 
When choosing your office space, if possible, lease space that will be easy to expand so that you don't have to completely pick up and move to another office with every growth spurt, thus possibly confusing your patients. You will want to arrange the rooms such that maximum patient visits can be attained with minimal movement, all with the idea of providing the best services. The most effective treatments with the least movement and confusion are ideal. Then temper the office with five five sensing techniques, sight, smell, sound, touch, and comfort. Don't forget to obtain a certificate of occupancy. Earnings vary with chiropractic's numbers of years of practice, a ge- geographic uh, region of practice, and hours worked. Chiropractors tend to earn more as they build a client base. Here are some quick facts, and then we're going to get to our guest, according to the latest information on the Bureau of Labor Statistics website. Chiropractic medium pay is $71,410 per year, or $34.33 per hour. In 2018, there were 50,300 jobs in the U.S. with a growth rate of 7%. With that said, with me today is Dr. Ryan Bones with Beyond Bones Chiropractic. Hi, Ed. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm doing fantastic. So I know that, Ryan, you specialize in neurologically-based chiropractic corrective care for everyone from pregnant moms and newborns to teens and adults, and your biggest calling in life is spreading the message of true health. Uh, And I know you've given a TEDx talk at Southern Methodist University uh, entitled Dr. You, Understanding Your Very Own Superpower. Ryan, thanks so much for joining today uh, on the Business Buffet Ingredients. I am extremely glad to be here. Thank you. And yep, that is correct. Um, I've actually given two TEDx talks. That was the first one. The second one was right in Coeur d'Alene where I practice. Nice. That's nice to have two of those under your belt. Um, (laughs) Hey, so I got to get this question off my chest. Do you prefer being called Dr. Ryan, Dr. Bones or Dr. Ryan Bones or Ryan Dr. Uh, What is it? You know what? I've... I've gotten this question a lot because I typically introduce myself uh, to patients as Dr. Ryan, but for extensive purposes, Dr. Bones is the most unique and memorable. So we'll go with that answer. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Dr. Bones is unique and memorable. All right. Let's get right to this. What drew you to wanting to become a chiropractor? Uh, honestly, it was growing up on a farm. Uh, and seeing that farm life was certainly not the answer for me. I liked people way too much. Uh, and it, it started when I got injured uh, as a about sixth grader. And a chiropractor in my tiny little town of Parker, South Dakota, um, fixed me right up. I started going regularly and fell in love with the profession. I fell in love with the idea of being a doctor and being able to help people, but not just see them you know, once or twice a year, um, not just see them when they're sick or miserable or when they're passed out on a table, uh, but rather see people who are ailing and help them, but also see people who are well and keep them well and get to see families grow up and get to actually have relationships with patients far beyond just one or two visits. Um, but the other part that was the probably the biggest draw for me was the fact that I could own my own practice, be my own boss, set my own hours, you know, make sure that I always re- will make my kids t-ball games um, and just call the shots. So that sounds like a very proactive approach too. To I, what struck me is that you're well um, 
you know, clients or patients to keep them well? That's a very proactive approach. Uh, absolutely. In fact, chiropractic works best at keeping people from becoming injured or from allowing chronic health conditions to come up. Um, a lot of people think chiropractic and they think, you know, fixing back pain or neck pain or mm-hmm. headaches, but truly, um, especially my style of chiropractic is focused on the spine's effect on the nervous system and how, if there is an issue with the spine, it can affect the overall communication between the brain and the body and overall health. So ideally I like to keep people from getting injured or sick rather than trying to fix them up. Nice. So when did you start your chiropractic business? Just to find out about that. It will be four years on March 31st of this year. So, uh, 2016 is when we opened. 2016 is very young practice. So what really struck me, and this is why I wanted to reach out to you. I need you to tell us the story of how you ended up in Coeur d'Alene to begin with and what you did to set the table of your, for your first day of actually opening for business. Absolutely. Uh, the story of Coeur d'Alene and finding it is kind of a funny one. I had looked all over this country. I mean, I had looked in Vermont. I had looked, I'd actually taken two trips to West Palm beach, Florida. I had toured all around Eastern Colorado. I'd been to Bellingham, Washington. Um, you name it. I had basically been there kind of in all corners of the country. Um, but I was looking for somewhere with mountains and lakes and trees with a, a population kind of around, you know, a hundred thousand, 200,000, somewhere, somewhere in that range, uh, where I could, make a splash and make a name for myself that wasn't rural South Dakota, where I'm from. I actually stumbled across Curdaline, as I thought it was pronounced, uh, when I was sitting on my couch in Dallas, Texas, where I went to chiropractic school. And I was actually, truth be told, looking at Washington. I would, Idaho was never on my radar. Well, I was going to uh, say, we have, saw, we have uh, lakes and, <laughs> and trees here in Coeur I had no idea. I Right? Um, <laughs> so I actually was scrolling Apple Maps and then uh, stumbled across this, this lake and thought, that looks amazing. I dropped pins for ski resorts. Bam, there was a bunch of them. And then as soon as I Googled pictures, I knew that that's where I had to go check out. I booked a ticket, and two weeks later, I flew up by myself, drove around for five days, uh, decided that this was, in fact, where I was going to build my life, flew back to Dallas. I had a month left of, no, two months left of school. I flew back to Coeur d'Alene a month after that, uh, got my business loan, my lease signed for my office space, my lease signed for my apartment, uh, made some connections with some uh, people, local people I was going to work with and uh, graphic designers, et cetera, et cetera. Flew back down to Dallas, walked across the stage, graduated, loaded up a U-Haul, drove up with my dad. Okay. So what month was that? That was December of 2015. I got in town right before Christmas. Okay. And then what did you do to set the table for that first day of business? Oh man, that's when the work really began. Right. Um, because I had a projected opening date of early April. Um, that gave me essentially January, February, and March to work my butt off and meet as absolutely many people as possible. Uh, I had worked having a contractor and and people to work in my space into my business loan. So I did not have to be in the practice swinging a hammer. If you're thinking about starting a chiropractic practice, I can't tell you enough how your time is most valuable 
in the streets, meeting people, marketing, building your brand, building awareness, not swinging a hammer or painting in the practice. You went heavy into social, right? I mean, you were on social media and Absolutely. meeting face and I was everywhere. In fact, that's actually kind of the nickname I got. You're the guy that's at everything, right? How and many? So not only did <laughs> go ahead. Well, I was going to ask how many actual uh, appointments did you have when you unlocked the doors for the first time? Already booked. So when when we opened um, day one, we had 105 new patients pre-booked pre-deposit paid, um, scheduled for three weeks. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. So we've got a, just a couple minutes here left. I wanted to ask you, what are some challenges you faced early in your business that you didn't expect? And what did you do to overcome those challenges? Oh man, the biggest one for me as a chiropractor going through school, we first of all get almost no business advice or sense. Um, and we certainly don't get really any training on hiring. When I was brand new, I could see that I had all these people booked, so I quickly and, um, dare I say, hastily uh, hired two fabulous young girls to work at the front desk. Unfortunately, I had absolutely no screening process, no interview process, no real application even to speak of. Um, They were referred to me, and so I have learned now that you'd have to diligently screen interview, be very slow to hire, um, do it preemptively, but make sure that that person is the right fit for, for the position rather than just taking the, the first living body that, um, applies. <laughs> so, yeah, no fooling, right? I've got a heartbeat and a pulse, but, uh, so you, you were very diligent at st- strategically mapping out this whole process, but even then you had these things that were thrown in your lap oh, that, you absolutely. Had, that you had to make decisions and, you know, go with your gut feeling and, and that sort of thing. And I guess all businesses are going to have to learn to do that well, right? Yes. I, honestly, I've redefined success for the first year in business as simply surviving every single punch to the face that you take <laughs> and coming out on the other side, still in business. That's awesome. Ryan, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you spending a few minutes uh, today on our ingredients episode and podcast, just to go through these steps for those that are thinking of opening a chiropractic practice. Thank you so very much. I am very, very happy to be on. And if anyone is thinking about it and wants to know more or has any questions, they can contact you and you can connect us. Beautiful. Thanks so much, Ryan. And now we're going to hear something uh, real quick, something from our sponsor. Is your computer not running right? Is it making sounds it shouldn't? Do you want your computer to run better? Well, give F1 for help a call at 208-687-0183 or visit us on the web at www.f1forhelp.net. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Business Buffet. Thank you for listening to The Business Buffet Ingredients. We hope we tempted your business taste buds with something sweet. Please share this podcast with your friends and show them that you are the smartest person in the room. Visit businessbuffet.page and sample all the flavors of The Business Buffet. We hope you eat hearty in business.